maybe. There we go. Welcome to another installment of the Final Scoop Podcast. My name is Robert Chinesky, the Supplement Engineer. Joining me as always is my international cavalcade of compatriots in the supplement industry, featuring Lucas Troublemaker Rikowski, Prometheus Intelligence Sports Technology, Robbie, the Russian Crusher Samborski, Apollo Nutrition, the King of Content in the supplement industry, Lord Shane Smith, Stack.com. Welcome, my friends. It's good to see your lovely faces. Shane's looking extra crisp today, courtesy of a new 4K camera. Thank you. So, Thank what you. kind of a what made you decide to do the upgrade, Shane? He was sick of everybody telling him he's ugly and his hair looks like shit and all out of fucking. So he wanted to live up to the name Lord. People, people would say they were like, "Oh man, he's looking good today." I was like, "You know what? I always look like shit." And to make sure you can take all of me in and see how shit I really am, here's four thousand pixels of me. Boom. How sweet! How sweet that sounds. Take all of me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're starting the show already with uh, and the rails. Zandandito, the four horsemen of the apocalypse, have returned to call out the BS. Funny thing, I actually call I, I use that moniker for Sandy's sister's four children because growing up they were not very disciplined at all. <laughs> I called them the four horsemen of the apocalypse because they were little terrors. Four children. Shane is not late anymore. No, he's not. Hello, gents and Robbie. What's up, Sean? You know, the funny thing is the old man remembers my name, so I'll take that. There you go. Jojo, what's up, guys? Jojo's out there doing the Lord's work, delivering Amazon goodies to one and all in Florida. Uh, you guys have any comments, questions, queries, quips, smart-ass remarks, feel free to uh, post them up. I'll answer anything and everything over the course of the next couple of hours. Uh, before we get to all of that, though, Lucas has a uh, special announcement for everyone. Ah, uh, Yes. For all you lucky busters, I got a sweet, 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 fat announcement. So here we go, guys. Me and my best bro, Luca, who just got engaged. Uh, and I wanted to celebrate this win by saying we've obtained something special, which is a fat discount for our Body Shock Pro website. So if you go to the Body Shock Pro, uh, you can get the discount 10%. On not only a follow nutrition site, but also on all the SKUs that Luca offers down there. So go check it out. It's a worldwide shipping, so you can save some bucks, support the show, support Luca, uh, and what else? Support a good cause, which is the final scoop podcast, right? Yep. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the side. So as you can see, he offers plenty of goodies, and of course, Apollon products. There we go. All right, well, tell Luca thank you for that. We appreciate it. And when does it go to? Oh uh, yeah, the so okay, the the discount will be active for one week. So till it will be active till twenty second of January. And as I said, it's the final scoop, and it gives you 10%, you know? So go ahead and support my bro, Robic. Outstanding. Simon says, hey, y'all. Hey, Simon. Alex, hey, gang. What's going on? How are things in Canada? Are y'all frozen up there? It's cold and windy as shit here in Texas today. The winds are between 15 and 20 miles an hour. And uh, 
It's in the 40s right now. By the way, uh, Alex, if you can see here, there's your sweet ass picture that you sent me. So thanks a lot, man. Once again, I truly appreciate the gesture or sending, uh, oh yeah, the devil, which is, which is hanging down there. There you go. So yeah, thanks a lot. I appreciate that. Minus 40 Celsius. Fuck. Good God. <clears throat> what is that in freedom units? Hold on. It's fucking Russia down there. To fucking Siberia. This is insane. Yeah. Minus 40 Celsius is minus 40 degrees Fahrenheit. Is that real? No, 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 no. Probably, probably maybe minus 5 or 10. Yeah, I was going to say, that doesn't make sense. No, definitely not 40. Nope, it's minus 40. Minus 40 Fahrenheit. Yeah, the conversion is degrees Celsius times 9 divided by 5 plus 32. Hmm. Damn, that's cold. That's really cold. That piece of art is very nice, says Simon. It's yeah, beautiful. There it is. Love you, broski. Yeah, I love you too. I was wondering why Shane's glow stood out today. Thank you, Shreda. Are we giving away something? There. Shane is extra crisp this morning with his new 4 Look at camera. him. He glows. Look at that. He glows. Look at that. <laughs> That's probably just the sun coming in front oh, of Oh, sorry. I it. forgot. Glow is trademarked, right? So I apologize. I, I did see a fancy energy drink at Sam's the other day. Uh, it was called Glow, Natural Energy, and all the other bullshit yeah, we should, claims. We should, we should stop using this word. Yeah. Or else we so, got sued. Say Aura. 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 Yes. That's SMS. actually a pretty cool name. Sandy, thoughts on Cell Flow 6? Any thoughts, Jens? I didn't try it yet, so I'm not gonna say any word. But we gotta, we gotta get Matt on on the podcast. So yeah, it's probably get, get his ass moving. No. I, mean, I thought when I had initially talked to him, it was the same as Vaso Six. I'm hearing some things that it might be slightly different. A few other, it's like six other different little active fractions that are in green tea that they can standardize for that even have more vasodilatory and vasorelaxive properties. Um, I need to confirm it with that, but assuming so, even if cell flow six, the exact same thing as vaso six, it gets two thumbs up for me. Yeah. Milligrams. I agree. Um, as far as uh, I remember, I remember Matt's explanation. It's, it's better. Uh, it's definitely improved, but I'm also not going to go into specifics because we expecting to have Matt on the show sometime soon. So it's probably like more fair for him to talk about his own product in detail, in details. But I did uh, experiment with Southflow Six by itself at six hundred milligram, and uh, Matt also sent me Vaso Six. So without getting into technical aspects, which, like I said, I probably Matt would be the best person to answer that question. I can say this that in terms of effect, but again, it's very hard to compare because they are similar. That's a, that's true. And, uh, you know, it, it depends how, what you probably ate that day, how you slept that day. I mean, there are so many factors that go into your workout, but from what I, I remember, I tried both few times on Southflow six, I felt like the pumps were not necessarily better than Vaso six, but they were 
tighter, like harder. You, I mean, the, the muscles were slightly harder, I think, than Vaso 6. And definitely what I did uh, notice uh, is increased vascularity. There we go. That's personal experience. So, how much? How much did you use? The same amount, or did you? Yeah, six hundred milligram both both times. Yeah, I used six hundred. He sent me capsules of three hundred milligram each, and um, I used the uh, six hundred. Uh, I mean, that's what I preferred. And I remember Robert and I talked about uh, six hundred and nine hundred. With nine hundred, I did feel a slight bump, definitely. Between nine hundred and twelve hundred, I did try that as well. Mm, I haven't noticed much of a difference, to be honest. Another question. Do you think it will be better to, like, let's say, take it standalone or combine it with, like, other ingredients? I, I, I would prefer, I mean, uh, you know, even, like, for, for strictly pump, I think, uh, you know, obviously, bloody hell, the, the three ingredients, I mean, it, it's obviously stronger, for sure. There is no doubt about it. But... Uh, um, you know, I think in a combination with, uh, with other pump ingredients, especially Robert and I discussed it recently with a certain product, uh, you know, what if, uh, uh, replacing, say, for example, uh, citrulline with, uh, South Low 6 and Robert made a very, very good point that, I mean, and it's true, they're not the same. So you're actually not replacing something with something because they're identical and they both provide pump. But in fact, you know, combining them together, they're going to act in different pathways, obviously increasing results and increasing pumps. So uh, I think like stacking it together will definitely provide better results for sure. I mean, Robert, I don't know if you want to add to it. No, yeah, I mean, you, you pretty much uh, summarize everything that you and I were talking about on the back end one day. I mean, it's like we're looking at nitric oxide production pathway. So you've got your citrulline, you've got your arginine, then you've got the endothelial nitric oxide synthase, which is the enzyme that catalyzes the conversion of arginine into the nitric oxide. The polyphenols that are in vaso 6, grapeseed extract, all of these polyphenol donors are increasing the activity of endothelial nitric oxide synthase. So that's making the pipes a little bit wider and allowing more stuff to get converted into nitric oxide. At mm -hmm. the same time, those things are also reducing oxidative stress. So you're increasing the bioavailability of nitric oxide in the bloodstream or, in, or in, you know, in the cells, which is the whole, all the claims that S7 is making, how it's increasing nitric oxide bioavailability. Well, that's a byproduct of combating oxidative stress in the cell. So all these polyphenols that are in grapeseed, green tea, all that, they do the same shit. Mm -hmm. um, it's just there's not as many studies to back this up. But if you dig into some of the mechanistic data, like in grapeseed extract and some of these other things, it'll, it'll explain how it's contributing and supporting nitric oxide production in the body. So is exchanging cell flow six for, you know, six grams of citrulline, uh, a one-to-one -one switch? No, they're, they're hitting at different points along the same pathway. Just like am I saying, is six grams going to replace, you know, three grams of arginine nitrate? No, you're, you're hitting it from two different pathways so they can have a complementary and synergistic um, or an additive benefit in that instance. So, you know, you, you stack, you can swap citrulline for maybe nitrosogen because that's going at the, at the exact same point in the pathway. So you've got citrulline, which is converted into arginine. And so nitrosogen does the same thing. It's an enhanced form of arginine that's raising blood levels of arginine leading to, you know, greater vasodilation, nitric oxide production and all of that stuff. So you got to kind of see if you're going to say you're swapping this for this and you're trying to make it an exact one-to-one -one comparison, you got to look at where in that, that mechanistic pathway is it doing it. So does that okay. make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I got one more one more thing as far as like because you're talking about like citrulline and arginine. So I was also thinking about what about like for example like 
adding or replacing one of one of the other with like let's say agmatine what are your thoughts on that because we also know that agmatine is is like a, you know has also like a nootropic effect mm -hmm. so would you think that you know like combining let's say self-flow with uh, agmatine would be like a, a, a nice combination nice stack and even it, even yeah. for example, even for example like instead of like using self-flow uh, only in like uh, you know, performance-based products, mm -hmm. you know, let's say, for example, uh, producing a product that will be, let's say, you know, like a nootropic-based, that will also help, help you know, the, the salt flow, which would, like, you know, improve the blood flow, so it will, it will enhance the, the nootropic effect. What do you think about that? Yeah, from, from, like, a pure nootropic effect, so for the listeners that may not have any idea what the hell we're talking about, agmatine, uh, it's decarboxylated arginine. So it's a metabolite of arginine. Um, it has a couple of different properties because it does a couple of cool different things. So it can act as a neurotransmitter, neuromodulator. It also can uh, improve tolerance to pain. So there's a couple of studies when they dose it between 1500 milligrams and 3000 milligrams with in, uh, people with spinal issues. Uh, they've been actually been able to improve their pain tolerance and reduce some of the pain they're feeling with that. Um, it's also got some glucose disposal properties or nutrient yeah, yeah. properties via yeah. the, uh, imidazoline. I think that's how you say it. Imidazoline, imidazoline, something like that. Um, I can never remember that receptor name. Um, but then it also, there's some cell data to show that it inhibits arginase, which is the enzyme that breaks down arginine. So kind of like we talk about with cuprazine inhibiting the actions of acetylcholinesterase, and that leads to longer sustained levels of acetylcholine in the brain. Arginine and norvaline to a certain extent kind of do the same thing by inhibiting arginase. And there is some other data to show that arginine can also stimulate endothelial nitric oxide synthase, which we were just talking about with the polyphenols in grapeseed and self-flow six. So it's stimulating ENOS. So in that regard, I could see them having a complementary effect. So if you did something like a thousand milligrams of agmatine with three or 600 milligrams of self-flow six, I'd still want some citrulline or nitrosogene in there. So you're mm -hmm. getting more of the fuel because you can, you like we're saying, where you can attack it from a couple of different angles. So we can put more fuel in, we can uh, enhance the conversion of that fuel to the end product. And we can also on the back end, come at it indirectly and prevent that the fuels break down by letting it sustain longer in the bloodstream. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, yeah, the nootropic benefit for stuff like uh, pine bark extract, grapeseed extract, self-flow six, uh, just increasing blood flow to the brain is always a good thing. Oxygen, nutrient delivery, better ATP production, all that good yeah, stuff. That, yeah, that's why I was like, just like, you know, thinking about that you don't have to like, you know, for example, use self-flow only to the like performance-based products. You can also use it in like nootropics or maybe even like fat burners. So that would, that would be something cool, you know, just like, you know, look outside the box, you know, and not just like, you know, think, Oh, I need to just to add it to the pre-workout or something like that, you know, so it, it may have like, uh, you know, other functions. So that's, that's pretty cool. Excellent point. Sean, Robbie, that shirt makes you look like a roll-on deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good sign. At least you can see. I like that. Alex, Matt is a beautiful human being. We need more people like him in the world and probably one of the best beards I have ever seen. I would agree. Matt, Matt's beard is impressive. It would take me six years to probably grow something like that. Brooke, hey, y'all. Hey, Brooke, how are you? Hey, Brooke. Mitch, happy anniversary to Apollo. 
Robbie, what right. anniversary Thank is you. this for Apollo? I, actually, surprisingly, it's both because um, uh, we became owners of Apollo Gym on uh, January 16th, 2008, and Apollo Nutrition was launched uh, on January 15th. Um, so, you know, they basically one day after another one. So this weekend, it's both. You know, guys, what does it mean, right? Twenty-two <laughs> percent discount. <laughs> That's great. Thank, thank you, Mitch. My microphone is muted. Muscle and bones, same experience as Robbie. Feel a lot more tighter on cell flow six than base six. Although the actual size you get from the pump isn't that much greater. Very interesting. Very interesting. Subs on deck. I think cell flow six has more overall health benefits to it than base six due to the polyphenols they are extracting. That is possible. Uh, they also may not have done the studies on vaso six to show the cardiovascular benefits or overall health benefits. They just may not have had the money in the, the funding, but if they're, if the metabolites and the, the things that they're extracting for are kind of in the same family, then you could make the extension that they would offer, you know, similar, if not equal benefits to that. I tag Matt in, uh, in this podcast. So I, I hope he will, he will see it and he will, respond on every question that you guys have on on the next show that we will try to do with him so keep yeah. an eye on that exactly jojo being that males have an extra muscle could a pump product be used for enhanced pump in the male muscle wink wink absolutely yes there are some studies on citrulline um with erectile dysfunction so, you know, you, you extend that out to nitrosogene, vaso-6. I want to say there was some company was actually using vaso-6 or pine bark extract in a uh, male enhancement product. Mm. Was it Genius Brand? I don't think it was Genius Brand. It was some, some brand I had seen on Amazon included it in there. But, yes, it, in, in terms of that, yes, any kind of nitric oxide supporting, even nitrates, uh, would have a, an effect on that. But yeah. That's why people take Viagra before going to the gym. Yeah, which is becoming very, very popular as of late. Yeah, it can go both ways. It can help you get a better pump or can help you perform better and better. Shridhar, congrats, Robbie, and everyone at Apollo for winning Stacked Brand of the Year. You truly deserve it. Can't wait to see what you guys do for 2022. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Shridhar. I really, really appreciate it. I mean... Maybe we can touch base as far because we are right now on this topic. So maybe we can we can ask Shane you know, about about this whole thing you know, and awards uh, and so on. Because I'm I'm also super curious what what was his his thoughts. Because honestly, I was I was surprised when he he made the announcement because I thought there were there will be like only one winner, but there were like three winners, I would say. So maybe he can say much more. Broski. Uh, I was going to say, do, do, do we want to like a, a, a kind of reasoning and discussion? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. If you're for it, sure. Yeah. So basically, um, 
I think maybe since 2015 or 16, we would have nominees uh, that I guess would deserve the win, mm-hmm. but it's like it wouldn't necessarily deserve the win in my eyes. And I'm slanted more towards sports nutrition and mostly workout supplements and stuff like that. So we would sometimes get people asking like, oh, hey, my this is my favorite brand. They did this, this, and this. And their supplements may not have been to like my style or my liking, but you know, it's it, 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 it happened every year kind of pretty much since 2015. And we found that fans of just supplements in general felt that their brand would win or their hardworking brand would win and yeah so for for i think it was last year or maybe even the year before we were like we need to do a year where we give the award to a diverse group like a group that uh you know a fan of a pollen would say that their brand of the year a fan of obvi would say that their brand of the year and a fan of Glaxon would say that they're brand of the year and they've all done just as much as each other but it's only very much apparent and deserving in the eyes of the fans that that brand is kind of geared towards and so for yeah 2021 it it could have ended up being four brands or five brands it just was we wanted to pick a diverse group um I think I mentioned to Robic that there was a possibility that uh G Fuel could have been in the mix and come in and like made it four. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, like they didn't really dive too much outside of their three products, but either way we wanted to try and pick a group. Um, that yeah, had done it, that had earned it each in their own right. And even if you were not a fan of pollen or a fan of obvi, you could see what they had done and you could understand that if any brand had done what they did, yeah. But for their audience and their style and their approach, they would have won Brain of the Year. Mm-hmm. And that was the case with, with Old V, Glaxon, and, and Apollo. We're not doing this every year. We just did it this year. We just thought it was a good time. And it surprised everyone. Yeah, I, that was, for me, that was like, a, honestly, it was like a big surprise because I wasn't, wasn't expecting that. I was going to message you, but I was like, nah, we'll catch him off guard. Yeah, man, you did. You did. Plus, you know, it was like, no, we, we, we talked about like, you know, the brand of the decade, you know, and it was like a huge debate debate. And honestly I can say it's even even, you know, live here that I disagreed with you on your pick, but you know it was just like my choice. But I, I also think that, you know, it wasn't it wasn't, you know, easy one as far as like the brand of the decade to choose only one brand because the the picks that you made were like outstanding. But as far as like you know the brand of the year, when when you are not made made the announcement, I was like, oh damn. But at the same time, I really liked what you did because you know the diversity, as you said, it was was also big, and you know uh, the the categories that you presented and how you presented the awards is is pretty clear to me. So yeah, man, props yeah, to you. No, it wasn't like I thought there was going to be at least someone complaining in the comments, but surprisingly there was zero yeah did you did you knew from the start that you will pick uh more than one brand or it was like it was uh, in like uh i think it was like last year we wanted to pick a more diverse group last year but 
mm-hmm. by the time we got to like November, December, there wasn't like the brands we had nominated. We only had nominated three brands last year. Yeah. So like, and they were kind of similar, like Core and Glaxon were in the running. And I just, I felt they were very similar. Um, and you had Ghost as well. It wasn't that diverse group that I wanted. So it, this year we thought it could <coughs> happen again, but the main thing we were waiting for was just to have a group of brands that deserved it. I didn't want to just force myself to pick a diverse group and like, I don't know, pick a health and wellness brand that didn't do jack shit. And, but this year you had like a good selection. So it was around maybe August, September. It was basically when we, uh, we, because we picked 10 brands for the, for the nominees this year. Yeah. And that was kind of our way of being like, you know, we grouped in a few brands that may not necessarily have, you would, you would usually see other years, but yeah, that was the, was much sooner than, than just recently. You know, uh, when, uh, when Shane and I talked, I mean, he actually, you know, explained his reasoning to me for picking three brands for brand of the year. And, um, he even, um, told me that he expected that maybe I will react negatively to it. But the truth is, is that as soon as he said it, it made actually perfect sense. And I always, even if, even though I immediately agreed, immediately there was nothing to even discuss. But uh, if I didn't agree, I was hesitant or maybe, uh, you know, wasn't sure about that decision. The way he explained it, it made perfect sense because it all comes down to people will always want explanations to, uh, you know, uh, when it comes to certain decisions and rightfully so, because usually when we're talking about best off within any industry, um, then it's always, you know, it's always, most of the time, it's only one, one brand, one company, one winner, and, and that's it. But uh, in this particular case, you know, even though Shane said that he, most likely will go back to, you know, to his regular schedule, which is, you know, one brand. I, I don't think that you can argue with any case scenario. And even yesterday, we were just uh, talking about movies and stuff. And, um, you know, Shane brought up the fact that there might have been four winners this year. And when, when he said who might be the fourth winner, um, uh, he, pretty much, uh, he pretty much said uh, G Fuel as a possible fourth winner and again once again i mean i actually wholeheartedly agreed with that decision if he would decide to do four because if you take each and every winner we all very very much different i mean we could compete against each other for sure because we're still in within the same sort of industry but at the same time we do very 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 different things and we, Shane and I are both uh, movie buffs, and I brought up to him an example. I said, like, listen, Golden Globes has always two winners. They have uh, best comedy, and they have best drama. And I don't think anyone can argue with that, because, you know, typically comedy can be very silly and, uh, you know, not extremely uh, educational, so to speak, or, you know, or have a deep meaning or anything like that. But nevertheless, it still can be brilliantly written, still brilliantly executed, acted, directed, etc. And then you have a drama, which is a completely different genre. They're both movies, but they're still very, very different. So why should they compete against each other? Well, they both deserve 
to win. And I think this is exactly the same case. You know, everybody was waiting for stacked uh, uh, brand of the year winner. I had only one aspiration throughout the year is to be extremely confident, very aggressive, and to leave absolutely no stone unturned, basically, because uh, I, I wholeheartedly believe that we're going to do what we do best. And that is, uh, you know, we are a hardcore brand delivering full dosages. And um, that's what we specialize in. But I also knew that, uh, you know, it's a very, very niche market. So expanding a little bit or maybe throwing a couple of surprises and expanding into other territories will only solidify what we are trying to do. And that is not to be this underground little brand. You know, I, even now, some people are sending me messages sometimes or they're asking Jose, like, uh, do you have DHMA or do you have DMA or anything like that? And, and I'm, I keep saying, guys, we don't have anything illegal. We literally do not have anything illegal. We just don't do it. We're an actual brand. You know, maybe our pre-workouts are strong, but uh, we still stay within the parameters of the law. And uh, I think that in that department, we delivered like nobody else. And... Uh, when he announced that there are two auto winners, I didn't try for a split second to compare Apollon to Glaxon or to Avi. In fact, uh, you know, I told Shane that I'll gladly congratulate both of them, and I did, because I think that that's his decision to have three winners. And, you know, like he said, that he anticipated some people to have a problem with it. And I'm pretty sure some did. In fact, two or three people reached out to me saying, and I appreciate that, they said, well, Apollon was a clear winner. Like, what the fuck? There is other two winners. And I was like, guys, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You know, it means a lot. But you are fans of Apollon. You are fans of what we do. Um, it's just a little bit unfair to maybe the other brands who also won. And they have their own market and they have their own following. And maybe to them, in their respective categories, perhaps they are the winners. And, you know, it's, it's the same thing as we're going to maybe brand of the decade even though it's not the same shane selected brand of the decade they we could rule really all four of us could argue for like fucking next week or two and i think each and everyone would have a very legitimate point i don't think anyone wins this battle we just would look stupid but uh you know shane comes and basically says guys it's not a poll it's my decision and you know and that's it you know that's the reason again we're going back to movies oscars you have to be an academy member in order to vote if you're not an academy uh, member you know being just a fan who has uh, who likes uh, a movie uh, you have no fucking rights you just can't vote but then you have uh, i believe people's choice award where you actually can vote you know, and it can be your decision. So, you know, and I remember Sean bringing it up that, uh, you know, that uh, fans should vote. Fans should not vote. I, I strongly believe fans should not vote. It's completely idiotic because, you know what, there are fans of C4. Again, nothing wrong with that pre-workout. God bless them. I mean, they fucking destroying upon Glaxon and Obvi put together when it comes to sales. And, uh you know, if we are talking about financials, then they they literally wiping ass with all three of us. So it doesn't come to that. And they fans, <laughs> it's a lot bigger reach than, you know, than anyone else. So it's Shane's decision. He picked up three winners. I told him, I said, if I'm winning brand of the year and I'm the only one, I'll be happy. And I think we deserve. If it's three winners and we among them, and I know in our category, we're the best 
then I feel like I'm being recognized and, you know, and respected and get what I deserve. So I, I honestly don't think that there should be an argument when it comes to a choice by somebody who says, well, it will be my choice. I might ask for your opinion. And I remember, you know, perhaps Shane, Shane didn't ask for our opinion, by the way, this time around, like, you know, off, uh, you know, off record. Why? Because maybe partially he didn't want to, and maybe partially because I'm here and I was also in the running, but it doesn't really matter. But I remember last year, I don't think it was on air. I think it was off the record, but I don't remember. But Shane did ask for our opinion and we expressed it. But at the end of the day, he still made his own decision. And that, that's, what, that's what I tell people, you know, uh, very often somebody asks for your opinion, you're giving it to him, but they make a completely different decision. And you go like, what the fuck? Why did you ask me? Well, I asked for your opinion. Doesn't mean that I'm going to fucking take it. I'll just take it into consideration. I will, I will think about it. I'll consider it. But the, the ultimate decision is still mine, you know, so and it should be respected. And I think anyone who has, whether it's one of the three companies, Apollon's uh, employees, athletes, fans, followers, or Glaxons, or Avis, have a problem with, with the fact that there are two winners, it's stupid. Ravi, don't forget about one thing. He's not wearing the pants in this relationship. This <laughs> <up>. <laughs> nah, I don't know about that, because he's a lord. Don't forget, nah, he's, a, he's a lord. And we get to see no more way. of him now. With a 4K, we get to see more of him. So I don't know. I, don't I, know. I gotta give a shout out to, to the best lady from Stark out there, you know, because, you know, I know, I know that she's also like, responsible for that decision absolutely and that's the reason you know immediately when we won i thanked shane i thanked nikki i uh made sure to congratulate glaxon and avi because that was just the right thing to do it was their decision and i appreciate the recognition so any one of you guys who has a problem with the fact that there is three or four or two winners and seriously you shouldn't you know it's it's the same thing like you know i just watched scream five last night uh uh, the the latest uh, release actually enjoyed it uh, a lot and remember the first one that came out I mean it was a huge 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 hit so you know everybody saw it so I can say there were two killers not one in the first one right and uh, you know you typically looking for one killer you know it's always one so I remember what a shock it was when it was revealed that in the movie there are two killers uh, did it take away from the movie not at all in fact the element of surprise was amazing i think that's actually one of the reasons why the movie was so popular because it has never been done before but it didn't take away from the excitement at all so i think it's fun Brooke, happy dave apollon keep following your gut never thank you so much bro. your integrity for money thank so you so much wanted to throw out after watching robert's talk with joey i decided to try glaxon goon on four scoops was actually surprised it worked nice as a pre you've used that haven't you shane you used it the goon mode yeah but that you said two scoops, scoops is good for you three i thought was the max play is hey i mean there's people double scoop and hooligan again out there i take so. one or two i take one or two for like for uh like a replacing an energy drink, I yeah. thought it was pretty good. But I mean, I ain't throwing down a gram of caffeine a day. It's a little bit different. <laughs> Four scoops, I guess you might like if you're having a lot. Maybe that makes sense. I don't know. 
Mm-hmm. Lucas, that's four four scoops of hooligan. Robbie, I'm jealous of all the people that have not met you. I mean, Sean lives in a fucking uh, what is it retirement community, so obviously all his neighbors don't know me. Zandandito, I know you've answered this, but what is the percentage of nitrates in arginine nitrate? The percentage is 26%. So in every 1,000 milligrams of arginine nitrate, you're getting 262 milligrams of active nitrate. So you multiply it by three and you uh, get what the dosage is that is in, what you call it, bare knuckle. Four is max of goon mode, Shane. Four. Four. Shit, I always thought it was three. I do have a question, though. That's a very serious question. I know you were on your own last week as a parent. Is Ava still alive? Is she doing all right? <laughs> She's okay? I did good. She came back in one piece? Or she, Nikki came back and she was still in one piece? I mean, the only, part, the only trouble part was on Friday. Like, we were just chilling. Just watching a movie. And then she just burst into tears. And I was like... I, I thought maybe, she, I don't know, she ate something wrong. And then uh, she just starts screaming out for, for Nikki. She's like, Mama, Mama. And I'm like, dude, relax. She's not coming home for like two days. And then, like, she just, for about 20, 30 minutes, she's just crying. And I was like, okay, I can't put you to sleep like this. I'm not very good at that anyway. Yeah. So I just keep, I'll be like, look, hey, Mama's coming home in like 20 minutes. She wasn't. She's coming home in two days. So I was just like, maybe I just trick her. She doesn't know what 20 minutes means. So I was like, ah, she's coming home soon. She calmed her down. That was probably the most difficult part. The rest, that's pretty sweet. Had no problem with the, to the parent thing. Except obviously, podcast morning. Yeah, it was and interesting. Shut the fuck up. But, yeah. you know. I am I'm more curious, like, why, Robert, did you ask him that question? You know, is Ava alive? Honestly, if it was, if I was a betting man, I would fucking bet that she would come out alive and Shane would be dead. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. No, hey, no. you always no, got no. some, some uh, supplements in your cupboard. Yeah. So yeah you I, feel like I, would, I feel like I would come out alive. Me and Lucas discussed this. I, I would take dinner off Ava's table to buy myself uh, a bottle of something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. That's what I would do. Uh, Alex, Shane, was there a snack of the year award? It was functional brand of the year award. Wasn't it the uh, Russian Bombard? Yeah, yeah, man, you can't. Those guys are like ridiculous. Um, I don't remember how much how much stuff they released this past year. And on top, of that, on top of that, they're not just having like one brand. They're like having additional brands <laughs> to, the, to their like, little, brand. Yeah, I still refer to them more as like series. Like, because I know Rip Sports makes Rays. Yeah. And you got like... Uh, Doug makes core and arms race, but that's still very separate brands. Whereas Bomba makes that Snacker and Chica Lab and Bomba, but it doesn't sell them anywhere other than like it still sells them under its site, it still calls them. So I'm like, it's more like a series. But those dudes had like they came out with their snack uh, fabric line, which was 
a line of no sugar, not as high protein focused snacks. They did an energy drink. They did ice cream. They did the ice cream on a stick. Mm -hmm. They did they added flavors of the beverage. They came out with another beverage. They did an energy shot. They did several new products under their own uh, line. They did the coconut, uh, the bounty style protein bar. I mean, mm. it was just keto. fucking ridiculous. With, yeah, keto. They touched on keto. I mean, shit. It, it's just and this stuff is crazy priced. Like, yeah. I know it's Russia, so it's probably different market, different exchange rate, and obviously bringing stuff to different countries is, is not the same. But I mean, like, if you were lived in Russia, like, man, you just just go just buy your groceries from Bomba. They even sell little yeah. pots of chicken. Yeah, yeah, that, that's right. That's right. Probably one of the best products out there was the chicken in the jar. I still stand by it, man. That's the most real. Like, I know Mark Lobliner says outright bar is real food protein, but Bomba is like, dude, I'll raise you. This is this isn't this is made. This is just chicken. This is chicken and juice. They got chicken, chicken in the juice. They got turkey in the they, juice. Beef, yeah, right? they did beef. They did beef. So they just like canned chicken breast, like you would get at no, the grocery store. Like, it's in like the a jar. Jam jar, <laughs> like a tiny little jam jar, and the meat's just cut up and Does stuffed in. Just know, like, yeah, just like, for example, you're buying like you know your jelly or jams, right, in the jars, right? Yeah, it's yeah, so, it's like so if you, you if you were to buy canned chicken, it looks like that, but it's in a glass jar, so you get to see all the <laughs> shittiness of it. Yeah, so say, does it taste good or does it taste like the, the canned chicken you get? Uh, Robert, I, I, I can tell you this, that when I was uh, in Moscow at SN Pro, which is probably, I, I, I know it's uh, third or fourth biggest expo that they have in the world. It's mm -hmm. it's huge. It's massive. It's not as big as uh, FIBA, obviously, or Olympia or the Arnold, but it's up there. I don't know how the one in England is, uh, but this one is big. And they had like representation from different companies from all over the world, from Europe, from USA, some, I mean, a lot. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to, at least back then, it was maybe three years ago now, the last time that I've been there, when it comes to protein bars, bomb bar, which it, Russians are very skeptical when it comes to Russian products. And rightfully so, because the quality control is not there. Uh, obviously, you know, there is... Um, corruption bribes mm -hmm. uh cheating and i mean it's it's different from what you get in the western world where it's a little bit it's a lot actually tighter when it comes to these things and regulations right. so russians rightfully so even when you have a good product they will still be very very skeptical i mean the russian mm -hmm. consumer but i'll tell you what bombar which was which which is a russian company had probably the biggest line of people uh around the booth and I have never, I mean, I've been to Expos, my first one was in 1998 at the first Mr. Olympia that I attended. I've never seen a bigger booth and more variety of protein bars than it was at Bombard. And I know that in the last three years, they evolved even more. So, I mean, these guys are absolutely fucking relentless. Uh, I'm not going to get into quality because I believe all protein bars quality is irrelevant here. It's the same thing as energy drinks. Uh, but I'll tell you this. I've tried maybe four or five of the protein bars. Mm -hmm. Taste is not good. I mean, I did not enjoy it. Uh, a couple of people that tried it, they, you know, they said it's, it's, it's definitely not the best tasting from what I've tried. Maybe they improved ever since, so I don't know. Mm -hmm. But 
the, num <laughs> the number of flavors that they had was absolutely fucking shocking. These guys are relentless. I mean, they just keep coming up with new stuff more and more. I mean, it's, it's just insane. I remember Shane saying at one point that my protein, even though it's kind of like, you know, we don't talk about it much and, uh, you know, within the supplement industry, but they're releasing like flavors after flavors and they, they like yeah. mega huge. I'll tell you, Bombar is probably on that level when it comes to functional food. They just insane. Uh, but, you know, uh, the, the product that Shane just described, I've seen it. I mean, I've seen pictures, I know about it, but I've never tried it. So I don't know like how it is when it comes to taste. The bars were not a, not really that good. They were a little bit harder, uh, chewy. Um, the size is about the same as you get. Um, remember those, I don't know even, even if they still exist, but about 10 years ago, they were pretty popular. The company was called, I think, Pure Protein, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, so they, they look like size-wise about the same. Okay. Yeah, what, uh, when the last time you tried the Bombarars? Uh, about three years ago. Yeah, so it's completely different experience. The battle? Like, yes, it's 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 the the formula is changed like by far because Andre, who is their like CEO, he first sent me a badge, and when I wanted to like bite it, I couldn't like you know grab a bite. Yeah. That yeah. But you know, I and I sent him a feedback, and he got. got when straight. was this? When was this? It was like one and a half years ago. Okay. Before it was before Fibo, and okay. then me and Shane we went to his booth and we like I introduced Shane to, to the staff and so on, and you know that's when Shane started to write about them, you know, on on stacks, and. We we we, uh, we communicated back and forth, you know, and I told him, you know, that the bars weren't that good, you know, but the amount of flavors were, were crazy. And I remember, like, he sent me like cookies, and one of the cookies were in like cheese flavor. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, the flavors are insane. I don't even know how the fuck they come on coming yeah. up with those flavors. Like, huge amount of, of unique flavors, you know, from like you know flax, like oatmeal and honey and so on you know i didn't saw anything like that before but yeah he improved them a lot so oh, that's why i asked you when the last time yeah we no it was three years ago and they were exactly what you just described uh you know they were hard uh it wasn't like uh, it wasn't very tasty uh, I mean, it wasn't disgusting or anything like that. I mean, I'm not going to go and exaggerate. It's just like, you know, on a scale of 1 to 10, they were probably at around 5, 6. I would say that the first Bombar bars were like similar in the consistency to the first edition of Quest bars. Okay. Which were which were pretty, pretty hard, you know, but, you know, they were okay, you know, but you still could like, you know, taste the, the fiber and so on. And now, bro, Everything is coated. Everything is nicely gooey, filled. You know, it's it's completely different experience. And when I tried, because I'm not like a big keto guy, you know, and Andrew sent me, uh, you know, the the keto keto bars with the uh, with the coconut flakes. So it's like a bar that is covered in chocolate, and inside you've got the cocoa cocoa flakes, just like a bounty bar, right? Okay. 
amazing, really good, really good. And he he uh, also added like some extra flavoring. So uh, there is like a regular bar. There's also pita colada, and you know, so damn good. So yeah, if you guys if you guys are like making Europe or you you want to like try them, go pick up the, the Bombard because yeah. I got a big variety of products on there, yeah. Are they selling in Poland as well? Yeah, they got like some representatives. So you you, you can you can buy most of their products, but not not through like Bombard site. Uh, there's like a, there's a company that, that sells most of their products here. So yeah, I think they, they work they work closely together, that's why they're available. Devin, do you guys think there's more opportunity for growth on the premium or budget side of the sports nutrition industry, or both? That's a great question. Wow, that's a tough one. Premium. Yeah, definitely premium. I agree with Shane. I mean, that's just... Uh... Quick, yeah. Quick question. Same. I'm pretty sure, like, the budget ones, if you've got you know, Cellucor, BSN, Optum, like all the stuff that you see, Redcon one, all the ones you see in like the big box stores, like Costco, Sam's, Walmart. I mean, you have so many budget products, and I, by all means, uh, not going to say that they bad products or anything like that, but they just, you know, towards a specific, I would say, more mainstream. Um, you know, people, and uh, there's always a lot more of them. Somebody sent me a message recently and saying, uh, I heard Apollon products are amazing, but they're a little pricey for me. You see, that's immediately when you know that the person does not really know the difference and they're looking for something that's more on a budget. You know, by all means, not an insult whatsoever, but uh, not everybody is reading uh, the supplement facts. Not everybody, I would say a vast majority of people do not understand Again, it's not an insult, just a fact. They don't understand uh, ingredients and dosages and how they work. Most people just go and they check the prices. They look into flavors and they go, my bra said that this product kicks ass. And that's pretty much seals the deal. Those three factors, I believe, are the main drivers when it comes to selling a product. So you have, of course, uh, you know, you, but the premium one, thanks to uh podcasts like ours thanks to more uh you know awareness more people are talking about ingredients and people are talking about different things so i think it's growing it's definitely growing and i think that like shane said premium i agree with him because that opens the door to more competition and not to tell my own horn or you know or to sound arrogant but i think like when it comes to premium not talking about uh hardcore premium but just premium Apollo has very, very little competition in that department because there are not many premium brands. But if you are talking about Cellucor and you're talking about Radcon, I mean, you have the budget products like, you know, like Devin said, that, uh, you know, a little cheaper. They also mass production is, of course, you know, comes into a factor. They're producing so many uh, so they can get a better cost as well. Uh, but you also have shit product. I mean, like literally shit, like these little, um, you know, proprietary blends, uh, garbage crap that costs nothing to manufacture. Killing and there is, sh there is shitload of them. I mean, there are so many of them. That market, I also feel like is pretty much flooded with those products. So premium definitely has uh, 
uh, you know, more opportunities, I think it just, uh, it requires a little bit more, you know, when it comes to formulations, it's harder to flavor, of course, because, you know, certain ingredients are just very tough to flavor, especially if they fully dosed. And, um, uh, obviously the price also, they more expensive. Uh, so it takes a little bit more, but, uh, interestingly enough, it's the smaller brands that are, mostly doing those things because on a mass production to compete you know for somebody like Apollon or somebody like morphogen to compete with giants like cellucor like radcon and those companies releasing products similar to them i'm pretty sure that we will get squashed like little bugs i mean it would not even be fair so not that we are forced i, I think we just have a different niche but uh premium definitely has more opportunities for growth i think uh, more companies should look into it maybe but uh, I think that there is more room. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. agree. Yeah. Brooke, gosh darn it, Shane. You made me doubt it. I had to go find the tub. It says four, but Lord Shane commands otherwise. Yeah, I thought it was three. Four. That means that if you have like the max dose, it's only got 15 servings in there. Mm. Shit. Yeah, I think that's Joey said he, he did that so you could get a uh, thousand milligrams of choline in a day. Let me pull up the. Uh, Must be. I think it might be one point five because it's it's like three thirty seven as an up per per scoop. Uh, let me find it. One second. Let me see. That's what Give I me. thought. Three thirty seven times three would have taken it to a thousand. One scoop is five grams. Each gram supplies one hundred and thirty seven five milligrams of choline. Oh, so it's not even a gram. No, but that's not the, uh, so four scoops. Yeah, right. But 137.5 is 25%. So four scoops would give you a hundred percent of the, uh, recommended daily intake of choline. God damn. That suddenly takes you, that gives you 15 servings. That's true. That I just true. thought it was 20 because it was, uh, that's what they have in all their other ones. And it's what? 250 caffeine. 62.5 yeah. times 4 would be 250 caffeine. Interesting. What about try 4? I've only had 2 at the most, I think. I haven't done the 3 or 4. Hmm. You're going to have to step up your dosing strategy, sir. Nah. You're underdosing. Shame. Uh, I, I actually... I'm, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was just saying, the thing with Goon Mode, though, is it's not really like... A, it is that more gaming-style thing. It's not like I'm... Like I'm like, yeah, you don't don't want to know, get out of here. I'm just messing with you, but you uh, need to step your game up, man. <laughs> no, but I mean, you get what I'm saying. Like, if you wanted to like step your game up, you'd go with like a nootropic that's like, yeah, yeah, of course, like overtime. Like that, you get like a full because, like, like we've said, I think on this podcast before, like Goon Mode seems like a less varied product compared to their like adrenal the first one which i thought was a little more comprehensive this one seems to be like that gaming style market like um not like g fuel but like in that park where it's like a little simpler i don't know i don't know if, if i wanted to go max i wouldn't i wouldn't take four scoops of that i'd probably go probably do like a the chemix or brain gains brain gains i actually just tried their new one Shit on a stick, man. Is that uh, a good thing? Shit on a stick? 
it's like a shit on, it's like a surprise like when you shit on a stick that's not easy to do man that surprised the hell out of you <laughs> I, t- I tell you what though i did i made the worst mistake i have ever made supplementing on thursday night friday night so in my daily use drawer I have my multi, my omega, I have my, I have my, I have my turkesterone, which I'm using. I'm, I'm currently running two months of. Um, not naughty anymore. I have a tub <laughs> of core hard and core shred, and so I have. I split the core hard up two in the morning, two at night, and the core shred I have one after my workout and then one in the evening. Um, and so. The core and the shredder, beside, uh, sorry, the hard and the shredder beside each other, they also the exact same size up. So I, before bed, I, I, I throw down two scoops of hard. Uh, but on Thursday night, I accidentally, didn't even realize, I grabbed shred. And I popped twice the serving of that right before oh, bed. <laughs> and I was like, the thing was, I put it in my mouth and I, and I swallowed. And I'm like... That scoops look a little bigger, and if I remember, the hard tub was almost empty. And then I was thinking this when I swallowed, and I was like, I wouldn't have done it anyway. And I, and I checked the tub, and I was like, fuck me. I was, because I was about to go to bed. I was about to go to sleep. And I was really worried that I was going to, like, just lose my shit. And I went to sleep fine. However, I think it was like 2 or 3 o'clock, I woke up, and I was expecting to be, like, a little sweaty. But I woke up and I didn't notice that much. And it wasn't until I tried to roll over that I had to peel myself off the bed. <laughs> and I realized that there was like just this pool of sweat. And I had become so warm and comfortable and it just felt natural. And, and, and Nikki told me that I was absolutely fucking disgusting. But I went back to sleep. Because I rolled and then apparently I moved back into place. And I said I think it was because when I rolled... My sweat was so warm that when I went and touched the new blanket, it was too cold. So I just kind of rolled back into the sweaty, sweaty puddle. (laughs) But I tell you what, as we saw before, that that core shred works, but probably don't do it before bed. Shane, um, going back to the previous question, I actually wanted to ask you something. When it comes to a premium, would you say, in your opinion, that uh, the premium, so to speak, door was opened by uh, Jim? No. Jim's prices are still like 30, 40 bucks. So do you think somebody uh, before Jim or after? I mean, couldn't be that long time ago. It's hard, though, because there is a very blurred line. There have always been products in pre-workouts at 60 or 70 bucks. And that's arguably premium. But originally, they were all piles of shit. I don't mean pre-workout. I mean more as a brand as a whole. Yeah, yeah. I would say that's what I'm saying. Like if a premium, premium, there have been brands that are around. There's been some brands. That are high priced and consider themselves premium. And I mean, I could name. Honestly, if if you were asking was probably one of the first ones I remember. Not before Max, before Mix, the 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 Beadlet brand. The um, if you remember back in the day, 
now not so much they're a little bit different now but back in the day they they didn't have a product under 50 or 60 bucks i think they had a couple maybe but like a lot of them were very high priced but that wasn't like your premium brand today now premium brands are brands that are giving you like your 60 dollars worth of ingredients which before it was a little different like more like packaging and marketing you would say yeah like they their packaging and marketing might have cost them 60 bucks and that might have justified the price tag whereas now you have brands that are just taken away from those other angles and put it into the product still justifying the 60 dollars price tag but in a different way but it's you're just getting a lot more of those brands now and now it seems a lot more normal i don't know who the i'd have to look back to think who the first one was that did like a pre-workout or post-workout or anything over 50 bucks 60 bucks that was like loaded and i don't know the whole brand i don't know about the the price wise but when you like said about like premium brands the first thing that i thought was man sports i don't know i don't know why but at the same time you know back in the days when they were like working with uh uh, furious, furious Sean, with, with the Sean, with the Sean, uh, uh, what's his name? Sean Welsh, that he's right now working with uh, oh, yeah, yeah. nutrition. Back in the day, they were like probably one of the first companies that had transparent label, and they were like coming with some crazy ass ingredients, you know. Yeah, and I feel price tag has to play a part in. Yeah, but at the same time, I don't remember. I don't remember their price, and they also was, they were all very reasonable. And also, and also one more company, Black Market. Black Market was a whole different ball. Yeah, man. Do, you, was, do you remember yeah, but, how they used to be able to get their products? They actually, maybe you're right. Maybe they were the first. One of probably one of the first guys out there, and they were producing like quality products. And at the same time, you know, their stuff was fucking expensive. Yeah, there was, because from what I remember, you couldn't buy them online. Yeah, You man. couldn't buy them. They only sold to... No, 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 no. Direct only. Yeah, they only... No, oh, no, no, no. They had, they had physical retailers, but it was no one online. No one online could have their stuff, only a physical retailer. And you could get their stuff. But they didn't have a website. You had to call one of their ambassadors, text one of their ambassadors. They had their phone numbers yeah. on their website, and you had to text yeah. them, and then they would meet meet up with you. And I'm yeah, like, I remember this is the I, strangest fucking thing ever. Bro, I remember, I remember ordering from them, and when I got their products, I remember I got the the pre workout, the fat burner, and probably there was like a muscle burger or something. But I remember I had three products. Yeah, and there was and... like. And there were and and inside uh, on in the package there was like a handwritten uh, card. I still have yeah. it. I as still far have as I know, they're one of the first to do the handwritten bro cards. It was they did I had chills. I had the, uh, literally I had chills all over my body because because for like a gym lecture like, like me was like something special. You know, I didn't saw anything like that from any brand. They did, I think theirs was $45 in stores, and it was 60 if you bought straight from them. Yes. So you're yeah. obviously encouraged to go to a retailer, but, yeah. I mean, 
that was back in 2011 or 12. So that was pretty pretty expensive for back then. They might have been oh, one of the first. We are we are fucking old school. <laughs> Maybe they were. Because all they, they only had originally that was just bulk and cuts. Yeah, but there was one a yellow one. All right. Both of them DMHA based. Yeah, man. <laughs> Uh, let's address this real quick Simon says uh, seems like YouTube is not trying my comments uh, housekeeping stuff for everybody that's tuning into the podcast sometimes YouTube gets a little weird about what words it allows and disallows in the comment section the wonderful uh, freedom of speech that uh, YouTube allows um, so if it doesn't seem like it's getting through keep trying to re-enter your comment keep it shorter or hop on over to Twitch and submit your comment over there um, that'll help with that and Brooke says, YouTube has filters for certain words. It could be default, and it might have changed to it's to changed in host settings. So yeah, keep that in mind, guys. Um, Simon, we'll come back to your question about Panda and Ninja in one second. We got a couple of other things in the queue that we want to get to uh, that popped in first. Sam, up. I regret swallowing pizza too. I cannot break my diet again. Okay. Um. All right, man. Pizza. Robbie, if laughter is the best medicine, your face must be curing the world. <laughs> it's actually funny. I, I like it. Uh, but uh, my question is, or actually recommendation, change your physicians, because last time you said I'm the sexiest on a podcast. <laughs> Need new medicine. Do you have any romance with Strong or something? I don't uh, we have a secret romance. That's how gay rumors start. Oh, yeah. But he's my bitch, my older bitch. <laughs> <laughs> of an RTD from Apollon this year, Robbie? Shit, is somebody eavesdropping on my conversation with Shane? <laughs> uh, no, uh, we've been going back and forth about it. Uh, you know, there, there is definitely a possibility. I mean, it's not a secret. Been toying with the idea probably for the past year or so. So uh, definitely going to look into it. Uh, you know, just going between... You know, whether you know to to try something like a like a energy drink because I think the Rock is really not a competition. He sucks. Uh, well, or RTD is kind of like a version of something that we already have, maybe in a more convenient uh, RTD uh, you know fashion. So I don't know, but definitely something that uh, to be considered a little bit and look closer this year for sure. Twitter. I gave up on getting YouTube comments, and yeah, YouTube comments function sucks a lot of the time. Apparently, it doesn't like me congratulating Apollo. Yeah, it's probably Sean has something to do with it. Sean, thoughts on Singerman's bond being revoked and now in jail? So, we talked a few uh, weeks ago about them having a plea agreement of sorts, and then your boy went and wrecked his boat because he was drunk driving. Um... And then got arrested again. That's what I'm getting ready to uh, share right now. Mm. Emergency hearing for Redcom 1 founder set for Thursday. Singerman doesn't show warrant will be issued for his arrest. Singerman allegedly caused new crash, faces decade in prison following federal guilty plea. Uh, here we go. Redcon One founder Aaron Singerman has been ordered to appear in a federal courtroom on Thursday after prosecutors say he crashed his car while under the influence of sleeping medication. U.S. Magistrate William Matthewman ordered Singerman to appear on Thursday, writing that if he doesn't, an arrest warrant shall be issued. 
In a multi-page brief obtained from Boca News Now, prosecutors write that they are concerned by Singerman's escalating irresponsible and dangerous behavior. From the brief, the defendant appears to have a substance abuse problem and his behavior is spiraling downward as he approaches his sentencing date. Clearly, defendant's recent conduct shows that defendant could harm others or himself before his sentencing on January 27th, 2022. While the sentencing is two weeks away, it is apparent that the current conditions of his release are insufficient and that the safety of both the public and the defendant are at immediate risk. Singerman pled guilty in November to several counts of a federal indictment accusing him of mislabeling and selling nutritional supplements. The guilty plea comes on the eve of his federal trial and brings with it the possibility of a decade or more in federal prison. Days after the guilty plea, Singerman was arrested for boating under the influence in Broward County after he allegedly crashed his Redcon 1 boat into several docks in and around Deerfield Beach. Police allege he was more than three times the legal limit for alcohol at the time of his arrest. Notably, federal prosecutors and Singerman's attorneys agreed that the Broward County arrest would not impact his bond agreement that lets him remain free until sentencing on the federal guilty plea completed later this month. The deal? Singerman was to attend alcohol and mental health counseling. But on Wednesday, prosecutors with the United States Department of Justice filed a motion to revoke after his latest incident. Boca News Now is awaiting an official narrative from the jurisdiction involved. All right. Hmm. It's, um, you know, I, I, I see it's as a biggest discussion right now, uh, you know, within the industry, bodybuilding industry, supplements industry, everybody's giving day two cents. And, you know, of course, we talked, uh, you know, in our group chat, so might as well go out and say, um, yeah, you know, I can't really disregard the fact that both Price Plow and Fitness Informant put up, uh, you know, the uh, Singerman sucking dick videos, you know, where they uh, defending him basically and calling it a mistake and trying to find each every possible way to make him look at least better, you know, trying to be politically correct, saying that he made a mistake and they don't condone what he's done and blah, 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 blah. But he maybe he's a changed man and may and he's a good guy and etc. 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 You know what? We have to look at it only as facts. I'll be the first one probably to admit I don't like Aaron, never liked Aaron, and probably never will like Aaron. But despite that, I can be non-biased and I can look at it from a little bit uh more fair perspective and uh based on facts presented. The truth is is that uh I'm not going to go into specifics about past because, uh, you know, a lot of people know, but they don't talk about it. And I don't feel like there is there is a need to bring it up because it doesn't really matter. But in terms of uh, what happened, Blackstone uh, committed a crime, you know, and he was part of Blackstone. So him and PJ did commit a crime and it's pretty much proven. And that's the reason why he took a plea deal and everybody knows about it at this point. He did cooperate with, uh, with the government. He did... Okay. Have- yeah. Hold on. Let's let's maybe watch what the statement that he he posted. Uh, the statement is just basically his personal statement, but it's not about that. The personal statement will always be apologetic, and you know the typical bullshit that people say when they get busted. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I've made a mistake. First, they deny everything, which he obviously did initially, just like everybody else did, and then when proven. Uh, you know, to make sure that he serves last time, he rats on people, and it's also proven, so it's not a speculation whatsoever. I didn't, I didn't and, watch 
is this why I just want to like yeah so so the, yeah, the, the, the thing is is that he you know they call it a mistake it's not a mistake when you do something willingly in order to make profit it's not a mistake what he did to John Meadows and that was documented and that was that was a fact too it was a calculated act to make money you know it uh, it's not like they charged with only one uh you know one mistake if we're calling it mistake there are like multiple mistakes and they pretty much guilty on all of them so calling it a mistake is completely ridiculous the guy did wrong uh he tried to get away with it he profited from that he cheated people he put people's uh lives in danger by spiking supplements by doing illegal activities so the truth is he's guilty whether he is a reformed man or will come a reformed man after he serves his term maybe i mean stranger things happened so it's possible i will never say no but the truth remains is is that they're trying to justify his actions because ratcon continues to exist and because ratcon will most likely continue paying and or let's call it collaborating with those channels so they're trying to please both you know people that are against aaron and people that are uh, and feeling sorry for him and obviously Aaron, because they want to remain on his good side, because they want to continue receiving those Ratcon money, since Ratcon is obviously not affected by what by what, by what is going on. Those yeah, are what? I'm, not, I'm, not talking, I'm not talking about like what what fitness informant posted. I'm just like trying to like just like see what Aaron posted on his Facebook because he made a statement. Right? Of course, like, he made a statement. He just got he like, just got arrested no. twice. He got arrested twice under the influence. I mean, the guy is going to jail, you know? So when you're going to jail, you're 100% going to jail. Why would you do the things that you do? Why would you drink? Why would you drive? And especially get behind the wheel. You have so much fucking money. Get an Uber. Get somebody to drive you. You can afford the driver. You, know, you can afford so many things. But you're getting behind the wheel without a license because his license was revoked. And he's putting not only himself in danger, but he's putting other people's in danger. Calling it a mistake, I mean, the statement, I never read it. To be honest, I don't care for it, but we can read it just for entertainment purposes. But what do you expect? I just, I just wanted to listen what he has to say, that's all. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, but the thing is, is that uh, you and I both know what he's going to say. He's going to jail. He's going to admit. But we're talking about the, what happened and, you know, was his bond revoked? Was there, uh, I mean, is there a reason for it? Absolutely, there is a reason. And they actually stated, you know, the prosecutor stated, the guy puts his life and lives of other people's in danger. He crushed, uh, I mean, with that boat, he, he caused some severe damage. I mean, of course, he can walk away from it because he can pay for damages and he can afford them, obviously. But you know what? What if somebody's child was there? What if somebody's, you know, you know, loved one would be there? I mean, he could have killed somebody. He could have killed himself, and he's a father, you know, so it was very, very responsible. But, you know, to try and make him out to be a saint, to make him out to, uh, and say that it's a mistake, you've made mistakes. I've made mistakes. We all make mistakes. You know, mistakes are part of life, and you learn from them. But when you actually calculating trying to cheat somebody when you're trying to you know to commit a crime and when you're committing a crime and you get busted there's no way uh, you know no way out of it and uh, you know and then to get drunk or high or whatever he did and uh, you know to get busted what is it like twice in two or three weeks it cannot be looked upon as a mistake it's it's serious so yeah we can listen to it without a doubt but again it's pretty predictable what he said 
Well, I mean, it's it's a six minute long video. I don't. Uh, yeah, there, there's there's no point. Well, I mean, people can go listen to it if they want to. It's on yeah. his uh, social media outlets. There's a, a statement released by his wife. It says, thank you to everyone who's shown their love and support through this difficult time for our family. I've let Aaron know the amount of friends that have reached out, and he is truly beyond appreciative. He needed to know that the kids and I didn't feel alone, even though he knows I would rather crawl into a hole. These last few months have been incredibly difficult for us, stress weighing heavier than we'd ever imagined for our family. Both Aaron and I wish he could have handled the stress better, but as his wife, I stand by him and saying this does not define him at all. He is a wonderful man with a big heart, and it pains me and our three boys to have to live our lives without him right now. As for everything Redcon 1 related, his confidence is high that our team will continue to lead the brand on the path we've been on, expect nothing to change, only continued growth and support for the community we've been so passionate about being there for. From local level to worldwide, Redcon will strongly stay the course we've been on. Again, thank you to everyone who's shown their support and understands the past does not define the present. Dariel. Yeah, you know what? I'm reading right now what Mitch says. I don't feel sorry for someone that goes out and drinks. I mean, I 100% I agree with that. You know, to, to say that he has a big heart, everything that he's shown so far by his actions, I mean, trying to fuck over John Meadows, cheating supplements, spiking them. How is that a big heart, putting somebody's lives in harm? How, how does it show a big heart? All it shows me is greed. Greed to get rich and no matter what. I mean, yeah, it's a relentless approach. And I remember that actually, I think he used the word relentless businessman or, or, or innovator or whatever he used, you know, and I think he was right. He is relentless and pretty much at any cost, but feeling sorry for him, he got exactly what he deserved. You know what? I mean, you do these things, that's what you get. So, you know, obviously I expect his wife to support him and good for her. I mean, I think that's an honorable thing and that's the way the wife should behave. You know, the company is going to be fine because they're not after Radcon. As far as I know, the company is doing just tremendous and they can continue doing what they're doing. So I think financially they're going to be okay. But you know what? What they've done is not a mistake. It doesn't show a big heart. It shows cheating. It shows lying. It shows stealing. And it shows hurting other people. That's what it shows. And you get what you deserve. Uh, I don't wish for anyone to go to jail. I don't wish for anyone to go to through what he's about to go through, but at the same time, you know what? Uh, it's that's what you get when you do things like that. I mean, that's it's not like he is wrongfully accused. There are people who are serving time in jail, lifetime certain a sentence for murder that they did not commit. Innocent people, like really, really with a big heart, you know, doing a uh, serving time for crime they did not commit. He's going to serve time for the crime that he did commit. And, you know, trying to sugarcoat it and, you know, and, and saying that he made a mistake. I mean, come on, let's be adults about it. Agreed. I feel sorry for the family. They have to deal with the man acting. Okay? Absolutely. 100%. You make dumb choices, you get dumb prizes. That's yeah, 100%. You're this right. It's coming from somebody that enjoys bourbon, but there's a responsible no, yeah, way to but you're right. substances and there's there's not. Um, so You're right. Simon says, at one point I thought I'm muted for annoying the mighty Lord. Shane is feeling particularly magnanimous today, and he's not banned anyone. It's the, uh, the 4,000 pixels. It's, uh... There you go. <laughs> uh, Sandy, keep the comments and questions rolling in, guys. Anything and everything we got, uh, we will feel free to address. You've got bad. You've got bad. You've got bad. <laughs> 
Any plans for gut health, joint, and or multivitamin? Uh, yeah. I mean, multivitamins been in process for a while now, but unfortunately, because of a uh, situation with Albion, that was supposed to be 21. I think I answered that, but it never happened. And, uh, you know, little by little, we'll get to all of them. <laughs> no rush. Yeah. Uh, Sound deep, I like the jack. <laughs> the Patreon's going real slow, Brooke. The Patreon is uh, going slow. I'll, my goal is to get it up for February 1st. I've, I've got the three tiers broken out that I want to do, and I'm just trying to fill in the different slots of what perks to add. Brooke, we finally finished your road, so it's not <laughs> wide, so you can come over to the polo and see it yourself. Yeah. Sweetheart. I didn't know the term BUI, boating under the influence, until I read this news. Yep. Learn something new. Yeah, I also didn't know. No, I don't know that either. Meep, meep. Vaso Drive AP. Well, that's one of your favorite ingredients, so you talk about it, Robert. Yeah, what was I his like name it. again? It's what? What was his name again? He just meep, meep. didn't hear you. <laughs> it's like the Roadrunner. Meep, meep. Yeah, I, I know what you're doing. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, there's an enzyme in the body called angiotensin converting enzyme. It does a couple of different things in the body, but primarily with regards to exercise performance, cardiovascular function, all that stuff, it constricts uh, blood vessels, which could reduce blood flow, impair nutrient delivery, energy production, all that good stuff. Vasodrive AP is uh, a combination of two casein-derived lactotripeptides. So this casein, the same stuff you get in your protein powder, They've taken uh, a pair of tripeptides, so three amino acids linked together, bonded together, um, and they've found that these tripeptides can improve cardiovascular health, uh, reduce blood pressure, improve blood flow via uh, inhibition of ACE in the body. So it's inhibiting angiotensin converting enzymes. So it's preventing the blood vessels from constricting. So kind of like we've talked about earlier with inhibiting arginase, uh, sending citrulline in as more fuel for nitric oxide production. This is yet another mechanism by which or through which you can enhance blood flow, nutrient delivery, uh, pumps, all of that good stuff, which is why it's in Bloody Hill. Uh, Robert, somebody actually asked me recently about this, and I, uh, I wanted to bring it up with you. And I mean, I know the answer, but I wanted you to explain because um, there, there wasn't the first time that somebody asked me VasoDrive. Should people that are lactose intolerant be concerned about it? No. If you go check out Maypro's website, the amount of lactose that is in there is so infinitesimally minuscule that it does not affect people that are lactose intolerant. Okay. So you're fine. If, if you have you know, a sensitive tummy when it comes to milk and things like that, you're going to be fine taking vasodrive BP. Okay, so I was late this week. Big deal. Ladies and gentlemen, Dumbledore, a.k.a. Pete. <laughs> wow, show up late and Sean just hogging all the threads. Well, I mean, he's got to do something to stay relevant in society. That's what he does. <laughs> Brooke, then there's hope. Can people even travel to Poland? Yeah, uh, they can. We are open, fully open, so they can come. Check it out. No. Uh, Simon says, since new releases were mentioned, any plans for a sleep aid? 
plans? Yes. When? Uh, 2022, <laughs> but uh, I would probably say probably somewhere around middle of the year. There are always plans. Yeah. Muscle and bones. Doesn't Hawthorne Berry work the same as Vaser Drive AP? Hmm. Yes, that is one of the things it does. So Hawthorne Berry, like we've talked about a bunch of these other little fruits like amla fruit, grapeseed extract, green tea extract, they all have these fun little polyphenols in them that can stimulate endothelial nitric oxide synthase in the body, combat oxidative stress, both of which are going to support higher levels of nitric oxide in the body, uh, either through increasing production or its bioavailability and how long it hangs around. Uh, the cool thing about Hawthorne Berry is that it also possesses some natural ACE inhibition properties, kind of like Vasodrive AP does. So it's another way to kind of skin the cat. I, you know, you put it up head to head, Vasodrive is specifically standardized or, you know, compounded, made to attack that primary mechanism right there. So Hawthornberry could have some mild ACE inhibition uh, activities. Is it going to be as potent, say, as 508 milligrams of uh, Vasodrive AP? I don't have that answer for you yet. Robert, but uh, you know what? It's actually just a follow-up question. So Vasodrive, we know that the recommended dose is 508. That's um, the, 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 I, I would, the, the good one. Uh, what would you say is a good dose for uh, Hawthornberry? Uh, I'm trying to remember the, I think 500 milligrams. Okay. 500 milligrams up to one gram. Okay, so let's say one gram. Let, let, let's go a little bit aggressive and say one gram and Vasodrive is 508. So where I'm going with this is uh, in a fully comprehensive formula, uh, and Robert, Lucas, I guess, would you include a thousand of one and a 508 of the other one? Or because they're similar, would you, for obviously cost purposes, reduce the dosages? And do you think that there would be a synergy and they would complement each other? I mean, of course, theor theoretically speaking. I would probably just go one or the other. Um, I don't know if you did half dose both of them. Because think about it, you, you've got, do I need to double up on the ACE inhibitors in there? No. So if I want to include an ACE inhibitor, I'm probably going to go Vasodrive AP and then throw in some other source of polyphenols like you know, grapeseed, Selflow 6, something like that. It's going to be expensive as shit doing that. Or pomegranate. Yeah, I know. Um, but I would probably do that, and I would use Hawthornberry in the case where Vasodrive is not on the table. Either the supplier doesn't want to use it, it's throwing flavor off, uh, delays, or cost. It's just through the roof. So, I mean, if you wanted to go with, like, a more budget option, you could do a half dose of both. I mean, you could do, you know, 500 milligrams of Hawthorne and 254 Vasodrive. I think that would be a yeah, really but, good Yeah, uh... but... In theory, and I know, you know, I'm not kind of like trying to force an answer out of you because obviously, you know, we don't know. But in theory, do you think that, uh, you know, half dosing each would produce results? Like, would they complement or work synergetically together? Again, pure theory, you know, I, I know you don't have the exact answer. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because if they're working through the same mechanism, you do a half dose of each. Yeah, I mean, if... if not, it's not the exact same pathway, but there is that one study from Kia Oaxaca that came out showing that you take, was it 1.2 grams of citrulline and 1.2 grams of arginine? It was more effective than just citrulline on its own or arginine on its own. So okay. if you take sub suboptimal doses of two ingredients that were working through the same pathway, yeah, I think it could be as effective as one of them fully dosed. It just shows that you, if you can, if you will stack them, you know, properly, we can, you know, 
get a good effect. But I totally agree with Robert as far as like, you know, uh, instead of like, you know, taking both in super high dosages, just take one basically and, you know, add some some other other ingredients that will be complementary. But I'm a fan of Hafton Hafternberry, you know, and I, I use it a lot, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, going back to the comment from Simon says, uh, what do you think about Panda and Ninja? We've touched on Ninja a bunch of times on the podcast. Overall, uh, very well dosed products. The, the effects are pretty solid. The only one we're kind of on the fence about is the fat burner, but I really like the pre-workout. That That's a solid one. Uh, Sandy really likes their nootropic. It's a great caffeine-free option if you're looking for a nootropic. Uh, it seems to work best if you don't use it on consecutive days, though, back-to-back. Um, have either any of y'all tried Panda? No, I didn't try any of their products. As far as Ninja, I only just, like, you know, saw some reviews, and, like, on paper, they, they look good. Plus, you know, Shane uh, talks really good about them, you know, plus I saw the, uh, his review on, on Sleep Formula, I believe. Yeah, so... Uh, all sounds and looks good. So yeah, if he uh, like, if he likes, then I'm sure I'm gonna like it. <laughs> I I only saw DJ's reviews, I believe, on Day Protein, and he said that it tastes pretty good. I didn't look into specifics like what it contains or whatnot or how the quality or anything. Just I remember he said the taste is good. Um, I think he did criticize. I want to say the nootropic. Um, I mean, don't take my word for it because it was recent that he was... Was it nootropic? Fat burner. Fat burner, yeah. Yeah, he, he, he did criticize that. I mean, looking to supplement facts, I'm not surprised that he criticized them, but, uh, you know, he, he did... Uh, he didn't trash them, but he was disappointed. So I, I just remember those two things. Okay. All those donations went to New Roads in Poland, and now Robert can't afford visual internet. Yeah, you know, I was telling Lucas before we hopped on, there's something squirrely going on with my camera. Um, I plugged it in to my computer, and it's just, it's not working or it's glitching out. Plus, I had a halfling crawling around here a little while ago, and I figured it's just less distracting if you, uh, I you see I the icon and not a halfling uh, crawling around. Since you're my old one. That'll work. I'll wait six months for it to make this way across the ocean. <laughs> yeah, okay, I, I already sold it, so yeah, it's all good. <laughs> yeah. I love me a good sleep aid, Brooke. Can Insider Shane give any insight into the Morphogen rebrand? I didn't know they were uh, doing a rebrand. So uh, yeah. They shared like a sneak peek, but I don't know. I haven't heard from them for a while. I know that there was a sneak peek on their story, but it was like a... Wasn't like a premium picture, per mm-hmm. se. Um, but I don't know. It's a. I did. I know this. I know. I'm assuming. I know this. They're working on one. That's probably. I don't know when it's coming or like, when they're rolling it out. But yeah, they are working on one. From the from what I saw, it's drastically different. Well, not drastically, but. It is quite different from the current one. See, I like their current tubs. I don't know if they need to change, but, you know, I'm kind of an old fogey when it comes to labels. I, I, like I actually agree with Robert. I mean, I only saw, 
uh, the photos, I think, uh, on, on internet, like a little kind of like a sneak peek. Uh, I, I actually like the card one more if that's going to be the look. Uh, but, uh, you know, it doesn't really matter because uh, Morphogen, I mean, whatever they're going to release, I'm pretty sure that Ben's going to release excellent products. Yeah. Ben's on the up and up with just about everything he does. Shridhar, Assassin plus Bloody Hell RTD will sell well. Maybe in Caramel Macchiato Protein RTD to compete with Starbucks. An Assassin plus Bloody Hell RTD would be so exorbitantly expensive. And so disgustingly nasty tasting. Yeah, I don't know if anybody would buy that. You know, but I'll tell you what, when I saw that uh, that comment before you even posted it, the Caramel Macchiato Protein RTD definitely picked my interest. Yeah. Just a quick question. Sorry, sorry, Robert. Just a quick question, Robbie. Would you rather like uh, made... Uh, RTD, like a, you know, meal replacement or more like a performance drink? You know what? I mean, I honestly did not even think about it up until the moment that I saw uh, what Sridhar just posted because it's not a bad idea. I mean, uh, Caramel Macchiato does fucking taste phenomenal, and I'm not just saying it. You know, Robert or whoever tried it can attest to it. It's just, it exceeded all expectations. So, Maybe as is, as an RTD, would not be a bad idea, you know, to rival somebody even like uh, like Starbucks. I mean, but it could be also, uh, you know, we could look into, because uh, Caramel Macchiato does contain um, decaf coffee a little bit. Uh, so maybe even adding caffeine to it, if it, not, if, it if it wouldn't mess up the taste. I mean, maybe something to think about for sure. Um, but the only thing that kind of like right now when it comes to these things that we are thinking about is um, I can say this, right, Shane? You don't mind. Um, is the energy drink. Um, energy drink. Mute. Um, the energy drink would be probably the, um, the thing that, you know, we would consider. It's just, uh, you know, to get it right because... Uh, the taste has to be, I mean, that's, it's all about the energy and taste and, you know, just to do it right and to be maybe slightly different from everybody else because, uh, I mean, the market and especially, you know, you can't compete with guys like these. I mean, this is pretty solid. I mean, this is like a third or fourth can that I have this week. And uh, this one is peach mango, peach mango nectar. That's, it's fucking phenomenal. You know, it's really, really, really good. And, you know, I honestly don't even know what's in this. I, I mean, it doesn't give me much of energy. I don't know how much caffeine in this. I would say, oh, it says 200 milligram. 200, it has cognizant. I don't know how much cognizant is in this. I, I didn't really look into anything. Um, Innovati, whatever that, that is. Natural. And, natural. Uh, you know, it's uh, but uh, it tastes fucking great. You know, it, and I think that that's what it comes down to. I think I think you you, you uh, underestimate the power of, uh, of of a small guy. I, I, I maybe think I, might have said it, I think I might have said it before that when I was uh, I used to be like a delivery driver, like a courier driver for like packages and stuff. And there was a guy that drove a truck, and we were talking about like protein powder and like whether or not it'd be worth trying. This was like when I was sixteen or seventeen. I was like whether or not it'd be worth 
selling protein powder since there's like so many big guys and he said to me he says it's all about like uh if it's if if it's any good he said he said uh, if if you're selling the best crack in town this is obviously not related to supplements but you can get the moral of the story he said if you're selling the best crack in town it doesn't matter if someone copies you it doesn't matter if someone uh does something cheaper than you doesn't matter if someone's taking your stuff and selling it for more. They will always find you. Drug addicts will always find you. Now, yeah, the, the moral of the story is is that if you actually make the best tasting drink, you, you actually make the best tasting one, you're not just saying mine's tasty and you're ignoring the other good ones, you will become one of the most popular. That's just the truest statement you could ever have, regardless of whether you do 1,000 cans or 10,000 cans. If you have actually the best product, everyone will find you and that's even more possible now because the internet someone can throw up a video and be like this is the shit and then someone else will throw up the video and someone else will throw up the video and then like in a week everyone will know about it but any size can get you there just so long as it is actually one of the best not like you just think it's the best and i 100 percent agree with you definitely and, and maybe you're right maybe i'm underestimating the smaller guy but yeah. uh i do have a follow-up question now you said that, uh, you know, uh, best tasting and the customer will find you, right? I mean, that's exactly what you said. But on the other hand, everybody and their mother says that they have the best tasting in the world. And some people who are, uh, for whatever reason, either connected to the brand or fans of the brand or the person behind the brand saying the same thing, even, if, even though it's not true. Case in point, and you know where I'm going with this, Zaw. I mean, I said it's disgusting. You said it's not good at all. You know, Robert said it's not good at all. So, you know, we, we might have a different opinion on certain flavors slightly, you know, and preference and all that. But, uh, you know, I think like Lucas is, is a, is a but, different case. But, ever, but go on fucking uh, on the page yeah. and everybody says, not The Rock, everybody says it's fucking yeah. the greatest tasting shit ever. I mean, it tastes disgusting. You know what? They came up with White Peach. I'm a huge White Peach fan. And I have absolutely zero aspirations to even trying it because every flavor I tried, the competition wasn't which one is best. The competition was which one is better than the worst one, you know, slightly less crappy. So, um, you know, that's the only thing because, I mean, the marketing and who is behind the brand, etc. definitely also plays into, into the role. Yeah. And sometimes, yeah, yeah. Um, unfortunately, you know... Uh, <laughs> By the way, did you have uh, the best RT, uh, energy drink? Maybe I missed it of the year. Oh, we have a we have a list. Clash of the cans. Yeah, a, Clash of the we cans. Have a, we have a best of like for any product awards, we have a best of list that we just if I try something new and I like it better than the others, then I put that number one or number two. It it's not a, it's not because I didn't like the annual thing because okay if you rated if you gave a pre workout of the year award. And one year people release absolute piss and it all sucks ass. And then I'm going to have to award a shitty pre-workout. And I didn't like that. So I just have a top five. And when I add to it, I add to it. I don't, I don't. Who, who's in your top five? I mean, maybe I've missed it. Devastate uh, of the Union. I think it goes Devastate of the Union. The, the energy Max. drinks? Oh, the energy drink one. The I have Monster Ultra. Who else is in there? Monster Ultra, then I think it's, I think it's 3D. I like those. 
Yeah, it's feeding. Uh, Raze is on there. Miracle Labs. I don't know if they're still on there anymore because I changed it after I tried their new version. <laughs> uh, yeah, it goes Monster, 3D, Rain, Raze, and then C4. No, I, I, I actually, yeah, I can see hey, that. I got a question. Would you add to the list uh, the Oxytred from EHP? I saw, I saw your, I saw your review recently, and you were the trick like, is, is like with with the, It's these. very good. The Oxytred is very good. Like yeah, no, and I already, I was like, let me check the list if if he tweaked it up already. No. But I considered it, but the thing is, is like, Oxytree is impressive just because it's their first beverage and it actually tastes as good. It tastes, to me, it's like, if you've, I'd probably say it's better than the new America. Um, oh, yeah, it's, the one thing I liked about most of the ones, in fact, all of the ones on this list is that, like, they can get a good, car like, a good carbonation and then a strong flavor. And it's yeah. sometimes it's very, very hard to get the strong flavor. The Oxy Shred has a good flavor, but yeah. it doesn't have like that, that, uh, like in the Monster Ultra, like that sweet pineapple. It doesn't have that punch to them. They deliver their flavors really good. Yeah. And it's obviously like with a lot of the Oxy Shred flavors, there's two sides to it. So they can't really nail one over the other. They can't make it too sweet, but they might lose other parts of the flavor. Like, I would put it up there, but they're going to need a few other flavors to, like, shine things. Shine. Yeah. They're very good. I would, if I had a top 10, I'd have them up there. Yeah. Muscle and Bones. I was just asking about Hawthornberry for a budget stack using something Hawthornberry and Hibiscus together for Aces Inhibition, then using Vaser Drive, since it's quite expensive relative to the two even together. Would think they would be better for overall health because it has more overall <clears throat> benefits than Vasodrive. Yeah, I mean, you could look at Hawthornberry and Hibiscus together, or you could just do a thousand milligrams of Hawthorn by itself. Hawthorn, um, yeah, milligrams, yeah. Yeah, yeah, five hundred to a thousand. I think you'd be you'd be really set with that, plus whatever other pump supplements you're using there, muscle and bones. The only thing is, is that uh, uh, benefits? Do you mean health benefits? Because uh, there are two things that Vassar Drive is probably superior, and that's probably performance pump, and uh, again, probably. And another one is is that um, it is a trademark ingredient, so it's will, it will always pop, you know, when it comes to presentation on the supplement facts, and it will always have that upper hand when it comes to comparison. Uh, so the benefits, I would like to know, like, define benefits. Yeah, if you could put some clarification on that, Logan, that'd be helpful. Justin, is betaine a saturation ingredient like creatine, or does it have immediate benefits in a pre-workout? To date, all of the studies have given it uh, chronically, so daily administration of it. Nothing that I'm aware of has done it just a, a one-off and found benefit. It's more in the realm of creatine and beta-alanine and that it, it works best from what the data we currently have is if daily administration or ingestion of 2.5 grams. We talk about beta in hydrus, right? Not HCL. Yeah. Yeah, yeah HCL is for, for stomach issues. Yes, 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 yes. 
Just wanted to make it clear. Yeah, good good clarification. Brooke, Thank I will give an IOU for donation until the Patreon is up and running. Don't let me forget about Lucas. <laughs> Those Polish roads need all the support they can get, Brooke. You can always I'm not going to let YouTube road. take a massive cut. <clears throat> Brooke, I will let you know what's what's up, what's up next in, in plans. As far I, as New York City. I feel like Shane, myself, and Robert are going to be fucking served with papers on behalf of government of Poland for defamation of the, ca of the country. <laughs> uh, let's see. Sean, Lucas and Shane, do you care to insult Grandpa as well? Nah, I, just save, save them time and look in the mirror. I don't beat the, the dying person, so... <laughs> yeah. You got, you got to treat your elders with respect is what I was always taught. There you go. Plus, isn't like the the early bird dinner coming up soon? <laughs> we had his neck of the woods. It's 4 o'clock. It's 4 in the afternoon where he lives, so yeah. It's, it's, it's okay. He doesn't even know what time of the day it is anyway. Sean, just know that if we didn't like you, we wouldn't mess with you. <laughs> If we don't make fun of you on the podcast, then uh, that probably is an issue. But the good thing is, is that I know how you can beat Shane. So Shane just did uh, brand of the decade. I mean, fucking Sean can do brand of the yeah, century. Man. He can. Yeah, definitely. I ain't catching him on that one. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. <laughs> you go. Just my opinion and my kids. A pollen flavor is 100. Yeah. They just Thank you. Very solid stuff. Health benefits, taking more, talking more about in a heart supplement than for performance. Yeah, that's, that, that's what I thought. But you know what? Uh, meatheads who are buying products for the pump and stuff like that, they're probably not going to give a shit too much about this. But I mean, okay, yeah, totally. Like that's, that's what I suspected. Muscle and bones, from my perspective, go with the hot horn. If you're just like strictly about the heart uh, then, and health, then go with the hot horn. In, in like most PCT products, you will definitely notice that they use a lot of uh, optum berry. Uh, for example, like 5% nutrition in, in their formula, they also use the, uh, the optum berry in, in higher dosages. I think they, they use like one gram or something. But yeah, uh, go with like one gram per day and you will be golden, man. Yeah, one thing you could check out, uh, Muscle and Bones, if you go look up uh, Swanson Ultra, they have an Amyl Peptide supplement, and Amyl Peptide is the exact same thing as Vasodrive AP. So let me pull this up real quick. I personally, in terms of the, in terms of like you know the, the heart health, I personally stack the half turn buried with. Obikinol. So yeah. that, is, that is always my go-to. And I use it also with, with NAC, but I use NAC year-round. So mm -hmm. that doesn't change for me. But as far as like Hopthorn and Obikinol, I, I cycle back and forth. But yeah. that's just... Yeah. Uh, muscle and Bones, check this out. You get a meal peptide, $8 for a bottle, 
Um, and each one has 508 milligrams of amyl peptide, which yields the 3.4 milligrams of those uh, tripeptides that we were talking about earlier. So this is the full dose that uh, you're looking to get. And it's only eight bucks for this bottle. 30 capsules in a bottle. I mean, that's that's a pretty damn good deal right there. So SwansonVitamins.com and look up amyl peptide. We got Swanson in the offer at Prometheus. So, yeah. I can <laughs> Love rain, sour apple, and lychee. Good dose of electrolytes, too. Need to try the rest on stack. I haven't tried. The only rain I tried was the lemonhead one or whatever it was called. Yeah, the rain, sour apple is, is really good. Yeah, really, really good. And lychee also is amazing. Yeah. The only time I ever think to even buy those is when I'm driving. I'm doing like a nine-hour drive up to New Jersey. <laughs> it's, I just need something during the middle of the day. I don't Stop lying because you're stopping, you're stopping on the way to drink bourbon. Well, only at the end of the day, not, not mid-drive. <laughs> once I reach my destination for the evening, do I go in and scout out the local bourbon joints? Bro, from next episode, you need to fix your camera because like talking to the sign of the man that has like a working hat, <laughs> that's just easier if aside from that like it's i don't need to it's like talking to a computer or a siri yeah plus you're not as bad looking as sean so we can look at you <laughs> there we go well it's also easier you don't have to see the little halfling crawling around behind me every now and then either and what's pissing me off the most is the bumping you know the the sign of, bonk, of bonk. This yeah. <laughs> yeah it looks it gives effect like a nightclub yeah. Shridhar, only reason I have not tried Morphogen's pre-workout is the L-theanine. Wish I wasn't so sensitive to this ingredient. Yeah, I haven't tried Morphogen's pre-workout either. Um, th there is an argument to be made for using theanine in that it's cognitive focus enhancing aspects with caffeine and helping get away the jitters for some people. Um, I don't... It doesn't really benefit me in a pre-workout setting. You, you don't really want to be increasing GABA levels, I don't think. And, I, and I, you don't want to be increasing levels of an inhibitor or neurotransmitter, I think, during a workout. Um, from the nootropic benefits, focus aspects, yeah, I definitely understand the caffeine-theanine combination. Uh, in terms of actual performance, athletic performance, uh, I mean, no, I, I don't like it, me personally. For other people that are more sensitive to caffeine, yeah, they could probably benefit from it. Just, just not me or probably any of the us on the panel here. Not Yeah, I mean, I actually, me and Ben had a conversation about it because I posted in my stories. I remember saying it that I absolutely hate theanine in a in a pre workout, and to me, it's a big no, no, no. And uh, you know, um, and Ben got in touch with me. He thought maybe it's uh, it's something about his pre workout, but to be honest with you, I didn't even know he has theanine in a pre workout. So I clarified. I said it was just a personal opinion. And I just don't like the ingredient in there. So, um, I mean, we were totally okay. Uh, and like I said, I have nothing but respect for him. But he did say that he does like it. And, uh, you know, I mean, who am I to argue? Like Robert said, there are supposedly benefits to stacking it with caffeine, you know, for cognitive reasons, which means, you know, it could help with a pre-workout, theoretically. 
but I will always look at it for calming effects and uh, the calming effects and something that is used in a sleep formula, like I said many times, I just don't see the use of it in a pre-workout. So I think at the end of the day, it comes down to preference. So I don't like it, I'll, but uh, you know, it, it depends, I said, on the, on the individual and each brand makes their own choices. Yep. That's why there's 8 billion different flavors of pre-workout, yep. something for everybody. Every other ingredient that pre-workout is dosed great though. Yep. Yeah. Everything from Morphogen is going to be uh, very, very well dosed at the uh, clinical levels, just about. Brooke, so glutathione is so expensive. Is it worth the splurge? <laughs> uh, depends on, like, are you talking about the Cetria glutathione, Brooke? Uh, in my opinion, I, I would probably just go with N-acetylcysteine because N-acetylcysteine is going to get converted to glutathione in the body. Um, that would be the, the route I would take it um, instead of going with L-glutathione or cetriaglutathione. Um, I go with NAC. I, I will admit, Lucas, that uh, the tocosterone that I'm taking... I don't entirely know if what is happening to me is because of this. Uh-oh. Uh, I, I think I might need to give it like two more weeks. Yeah. Two more what weeks. is happening to you because of the turkesterone? So, like, my strength is relatively the same. Not relatively. I mean, it's I'm regular increases here and there. But I'm a... I'm, I should, I, I look as though I'm 94 kilos, which is what, like 210 pounds or something. But my weight on the scale is like two, three pounds more. I can't gauge whether I'm bigger because I can't look in the fucking mirror and think, oh yeah, you're definitely a centimeter wider. I don't have right. any concept of that. I always see myself, so I'm just thinking I'm the same. So the scale is kind of like a good, but um, I think I'm leaner but heavier which is interesting because but i don't know entirely if it's just because i'm a fat son of a bitch or you know <laughs> um and, and i'm and i'm seeing things or maybe but mm. i haven't had a cheat meal for like three four weeks and typically the weight comes down when i'm actually back on my diet give it like <coughs> a pound or two a week and it's only been coming down like half a pound to a pound a week and I'm only on like 2,000 calories a day, some days it's 18, but the weights like maybe don't stay in the same, but I look like I'm coming down. So I don't entirely know if this is turkesterone. I'll give it a few more weeks to gauge because mm -hmm. on week two for my second bottle, I'm doubling, or not doubling, I'm increasing the dose by 50%. I think it's like a... I want you to I think it's 500. Is it 500 a capsule? Does that sound normal? Yeah, 500 yeah. a capsule, yeah. Yeah, so I do two, I do one, uh, one of those twice a day. And then for the second bottle, I'm going to just do three a day. Yeah. And then I, mean, I feel like if, 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 if I see a drastic or, or a similar change to what I'm doing or what I've seen, then I could probably attribute that to the, to the turkesterone. I don't know. It's not like your traditional, like, faster recovery, better strength. No. It's it's different. I don't know. I, I, I might just be, this might just be me. 
It might just be because, you know, Christmas dinner was harder to work off than I thought. You know, so we'll see. You know what? I, I noticed similar effects as far as, like, taking it. And as same as you, I also, like, increased the dosages. And you know what? The My scale was, like, pretty much similar. But, you know, in the mirror, I've noticed, like, yeah. such, such so much changes, you know? I was I was leaner. I was I was more more dense, more hard. I'm, and, not, a, I'm know, not a mirror guy either. I don't. It takes a lot for me to notice anything in the mirror. Of course not. Me, me neither. But when I when I go, you know, yeah. when I'm passing the mirror, I always flex. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I always flex too. I mean, it's a, but it's like I'm, I'm having a second look now. I flex. And I'm like, oh, you're looking good. And then I wait. Whoa, whoa, hold a second. I can see a vein in my bicep, and yeah. fuck yeah. Yeah, vein of my bicep is usually like a sign of 93, 94 kilos. But if I'm getting yes. 95, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's obviously too early for me to tell. I think I've been I've been out for two or three weeks. You know what? I, when I see when yeah. I see a walnut in my in my glutes, <laughs> then I then I can then I can say, okay, you're you're in a in a in a good mode. So yeah, man. And today when I was like. Uh, when I was uh, cutting my hair, now I was, like was doing doing all, all all the rest of the stuff, you know, I was always cleaning my body and so on. So I was flexing a bit more on the mirror, and then I like flexed my glutes. So I was like, oh damn. So yeah. <laughs> okay, I mean, I flexed my arms and my. I don't flex my glutes. I don't know. Bro, I flex, I flex everything when I'm uh, when I'm close to the mirror. I don't give a fuck what other people think. I don't flex at the gym. I very rarely flex at the gym. Shane. <laughs> He's flexing his neck muscles. There you go. <laughs> There you go. Wow, that right. that testosterone definitely works. Yeah. <laughs> See the jawline? Yeah. It's all the tip. Uh, I, don't know, I, still feel, I still feel like I need a few more weeks for proof. Yeah, I would recommend running in at least four weeks. I'm doing two months. Eight. Doing it for four. Oh, yeah. Two how, how, much, how much are you running right now? What's, Graham, the, the one, I don't know, but uh, what week is it right now? Two and a half, maybe. Wow, yeah. I didn't notice anything in first week. Didn't notice earlier. Didn't notice much earlier uh, this week. It was no, you won't. But you're you, you mentioned you're like on a calorie deficit. How how big the deficit is? Well, my Fitbit. I always aim for like. Uh, uh, I my 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 daily activity is shit. Mm -hmm. I think at most I do two thousand to three thousand calories a day burning, mm -hmm. according to Fitbit. Like obviously that's yeah, of course. And I eat maybe uh, twenty two, twenty three on average day. Mm -hmm. I usually try and stay with like a five hundred deficit. Some days I might bump it up to like a thousand, but yeah, it's tricky for me because if I go if I start eating more carbs. Even without turkey and I'd shoot up and wait. It sucks yeah. dick, but it happens. 
Yeah, because you're you're not doing anything besides the gym, so that's why you're you're still. Hey I painted my fence yesterday, and oh snap! I know that I know that that didn't like. Fitbit said that I bumped my calories up to four thousand, which I think is bullshit because I didn't even feel like I was doing much. I'm assuming they took my my strokes or something extra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Damn that draw, Shane. Sorry. You could cut ice with that. I have to. I have to head to the gym now. My my schedule is limited me to two hours these days. That works. Uh, last call for any comments, questions from the peanut gallery. Tuning in, guys. Uh, Brooke. Yes, I already take NAC. I just heard that glutathione has some benefits. Don't know if they are significant or not. I, I, it's kind of the same thing. Like it's NAC gets converted to glutathione. So, dude, I think taking both of them would provide more, like significantly greater benefits. I'm inclined to believe not. Uh, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, guys. I, but I'm 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 not inclined to believe that. NAC plus glutathione, if you're taking a sufficient dose of NAC, would have uh, some kind of like super physiological benefit. Brooke, how much uh, NAC you're taking per day? If you're taking, let's say, you know, a gram, then it's sufficient amount. But if you're taking above, about less, less than a gram, just like maybe split the dosage into like uh, two dosages of 600 milligrams. So let's say you, you will take like 600 milligrams with, with water in the morning and 600 milligrams in the evening and you will be golden. While we're on glutathione, how about S acetylglutathione? Oh, oh, I, I, I have to, I have to, I have to head out. Sorry, I just, I have to, I have to finish. Two, I have two hours. I have to be at the gym because I have to go pick up Ava at like twelve. So, oh no, care. thank you. Any, uh, any parting words, Shane? Subscribe to the Stack Three D podcast. Turn on notifications. Nah, I haven't done an episode for the podcast for a while, so I'm probably going to try and do one this week. It's pretty shit right now. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is shit. Lucas, leave a review that says it's shit, and then I'll reply saying, I agree. <laughs> and then the algorithm will be like, no one needs to listen to this shit. You got it, bro. There we go. But subscribe to push notifications, or you're a dick that wears Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> Very well, then. Fare thee well, Lord Shane. Take care, Shane. Okay, see ya. Cheers, bro. Uh... I heard NAC. I just heard that glutathione benefits. Uh, thank you all for the stream. You're welcome, Brooke. Uh, I'm at 1.2 grams for NAC. Yeah, I does. You're, that's you're solid there. You're not missing out on anything in that case. That's uh, Logan. While we're on glutathione, how about S-acetylglutathione or even uh, N-acetylcysteine ethyl ester? Um, yes, they have... Uh, superior bioavailability and the limited amount of data that we have on it. Uh, but they're also considerably more expensive than N-acetylcysteine. And there's a lot, a lot, a lot of research on N-acetylcysteine, both uh, intravenous and oral administration. So I, you, you got something good with NAC. You might have to take a gram of it versus, you know, 600 milligrams of N-acetylcysteine ethyl ester, which is NACET. Um, but I mean, is, is it really that big of a deal? Probably not. There's also one compound that boosts the levels of glutathione, but I, I can't recall. We talked about this several times. You're talking about aside from NAC? Yeah. Mm. Was it was it maybe quercetin? 
It could be. I think bourbon elevates glutathione levels too. Pretty sure bourbon does. <laughs> and Polish vodka. There you go. Polish vodka and bourbon for the win. I got my sister on a regimen for knack from y'all's advice. Saving the world. Yes, we are. Yeah. I prefer lemon balm over theanine. That's an interesting thing. Uh, so for listeners out there, that they kind of work along the same pathway, so they're both working on GABA. So theanine increases levels of GABA and alpha brainwave activity. Um, it also does increase dopamine slightly. Lemon balm uh, inhibits the activities of GABA transaminase, which is the enzyme that breaks down GABA. So you could have a pretty cool combination, something like an alpha GPC huperzine combination, but for the GABA receptors in the brain by doing theanine and lemon balm. Um, theanine or lemon balm is good for a nootropic, a low dose, or you could put it in a sleep aid at a higher dose. Speaking of uh, sleep aids, I got a great combo for you guys to test. 5-HTP yeah. plus saffron extract. Saffron's good stuff. There's a... It works like a charm. Right. And uh, deep sleep is just completely on the, on the on a different level. And there's measured... a couple of cool saffron extracts on the market right now. I think there's at least three or four different branded ones. Yeah. I don't uh, I don't remember which one I'm using, so I will I will check it out and, and report you back. But try this combo. Five HTP and saffron extract. What dosages are you using for each Lucas so they can try it? Maybe I can put the, the remark because I don't remember uh, the dosages. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I was gonna say I think uh, 5 HTP is usually dosed anywhere between 100 to 500 milligrams. Usually I stick on the lower side of that. Um, and then saffron, it kind of depends on which extract you're using. It could be as low as something like 15 milligrams, upwards of 50 milligrams. Logan, I think it might be quercetin. Definitely an underrated health supplement. So many benefits. Yeah, there are a ton of it. Uh, Bioavailability is limited with it. That being said, you could maybe put some bioperin with it uh, to improve its bioavailability or take it with some other uh, plant extracts or uh, ingredients to improve its bioavailability. And I'm trying to see if it improves glutathione levels. I'm trying to pull up some studies right now. So saffron is 30 milligrams. Mm -hmm. And and 5-HTP is 200 milligrams. 5 okay. Perfect. Had to double check. Yeah. Uh, here's a study on rats. Uh, it says, we concluded that quercetin treatment altered hepatic glutathione metabolism by modulating glutathione me metabolic enzyme activities and mRNA expression in rats. Uh, and P38, ERK, MAPKs, and NRF2 were involved in modulating glutathione metabolism-related enzymes. Yeah, exactly. So I was correct. Yeah. God damn, I'm so fucking smart. <laughs> Dude, you are, that's why you're the, the world's leading formulator. 
Game changer. Of course, it in Phytosome, too. Yes, the Phytosome does offer superior bioavailability. Yeah, again, yeah, yeah. Again, expensive as shit, but, you know, it's worth it if you're going for that those improvements. Worth investing, yeah, worth investing, definitely. Yeah. Cool. All right, gents. I think that's another episode in the book. We've got through all the comments, questions, and smart-ass remarks, unless anybody has a, a tagline for Sean before we uh, put a bow in this package and send it out the door. I just want to remind everyone to uh, take the advantage and go to our body shop crow and check all the all the goodies that Luca offers on the side. And if you're located in the UK, Europe, or any other part of the world, just like, you know, check, check the stuff. Maybe you will be interested in something. Use our discount, which is super fat, uh, the final scoop. And also don't forget that you can uh, use the discount that Apollo is, is running right now, the 22 anniversary. So, yeah. That's a fatty, fatty discount as well. So, yeah, guys. Thanks Make sure all of them fat discounts. Yes. And also, tune in for a special episode of The Final Scoop this Thursday at 1 p.m. Same time that we broadcast on Saturdays. We'll have a special episode on Thursday with Scott McNally, the host of the <laughs> Think Big Bodybuilding Podcast Network. Uh, that'll be up and running. So I know Lucas and I and Scott will be on there. Uh, Shane probably can't join. Robbie, would you you can be free to join us? I'll I'll probably know within a day or two, but hopefully yes. Perfect. All right, we'll talk all things bodybuilding, podcasting, and whatever else gets thrown away when we get to uh, talk to Scott. So if you're not seeing or listening to his podcasts and the the wealth of information that they're providing, go uh, check out his channel or subscribe to it on your podcast perusing platform. Sridhar. Thanks for letting us know about the special episode, Robert. You're welcome, Sridhar. And eventually, once Sandy finishes this math class, uh, her and I will be back to doing the weekly live Q&As at some point, probably in about another month or so, once that class she's taken wraps up. Uh, and a final reminder, if you like what we're doing here, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, share the video with family, friends, and loved ones. Use code FINALSCOOP at Apollo Nutrition for a big, sweet, fat discount. Uh, this is Robert Chinesky. Robert Samborski, Lucas Wukowski for the final scoop. See you all next time. Take care, guys. Cheers.